Sopranos podcast in person. We, we back in person. In person, we back. Yeah, we we back. back. The audio probably sounds a little better. I mean, who knows? Were we on season two the last time we were in person, or what? Did we do all of season three in quarantine? Yes, I believe it was. It was, it was the two, day was the, the NBA high- shut down, and Tom Hanks and uh, Rita Wilson got. Got uh, diagnosed yes. with COVID. March 2020. <laughs> I think that we we did that one episode with my co-host of my other podcast, Matt Hill. We did the hot takes. That's right. Yeah, in yeah. person right. At, at my then new apartment. And then I believe we did one more episode, the three of us. Yeah. And that's when that day, like, yeah, the NBA got canceled. And yeah. we were getting texts from... Uh, our good friend Matt Hackoff letting us know who's an infectious disease expert. Like he was like, go to the supermarket right now. Get meat. Get meat. Freeze it. And canned we did. goods. Yeah. Yeah. I we, did. And we I did. did. We I, survived. We yeah. survived. Uh, Here we are. Sure. Yeah. yeah we did. Hey, Chindan. Chindan, fellas. Chindan. Chindan. And thank you for sticking with us, listeners, through – uh through all our audio and remote recording issues, uh, we, we've had some vocal uh, unappreciative listeners lately. So uh, if you're still here, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I know that I always listen to uh, podcasts and I, you know, I'm like, you know, the first thing I think about is like, what can I say about the audio? <laughs> <laughs> what can I say to make them feel bad about what they're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so fuck you, dude. <laughs> yeah, fuck um, you, you fucking pig farm fuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking season five, episode four. I'm blanking on All, all happy, happy families. families. All hey. <laughs> Do you know where that's from, Spells? Um, is it from Mr. Rogers? No, it's not. <laughs> it's from... It's from uh, Beekman's World. <laughs> it's uh, from... <laughs> From uh, the the much lauded Beekman's work. No, it's from um, the first line of Anna Karenina. Oh, do you know oh. this? Which uh, Leo what? Tolstoy, I which have. which goes all happy families are alike. Every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Ah, okay. Mm. Which which hey, is ironic because yeah. I feel like this family is unhappy in a very typical way. <laughs> <laughs> True, yes. But, or... Very recognizable. But... Yes. Unhappiness, Or yeah. are they really <laughs> happy? Are they really happy family and they're just... No, they're, they're miserable. Just, and they're, they're just, just whining. Like, and no. they're just like every other happy family. Eh, no, they're, they're, I don't think they're a happy family. You know? I think they're an unhappy family that, that has happy moments. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, but yes, let's, let's dive right into it. This one written... By Tony Kalem, who all, you know as Angie Bonfanciero, mm. Uh mm. on oh, the show. Really? Yes. Her she first episode, it. she wrote it, and I think she did a fucking bang-up job. How do you spell Kalem? K-A-L-E-M. Is she Jewish? 
Is uh, Caleb Jewish? Caleb? Uh, it, it, it's possible. I'm uh, sure. It, it's it's Caleb. Yeah. <laughs> if it was C A L L U M, I would say no. <laughs> but if it's K A L E M, it is maybe. one. It is one of those names that's like it could be. Yeah. Because yeah. I was right. like, if it was spelled the other way that I just said, it's she probably Irish. Very, it sounds kind of Persian. <laughs> she looks so very Italian be. on the show. True. She could be but, Jewish though. But but Italians and Jews like look so very similar. It's true. I How mean, does she come to write this episode? I'm curious. Um, she was like a story editor for the for the series. I don't know, not from the beginning, but um, probably since they cast her in season two. Oh, really? Possibly. Uh, and then she got, and I believe she may have written one more episode. Uh, in the series, it's not. I, I don't know off the top of my head right now, but yeah, she she wrote this episode, and it's a fucking. I think oh. she fucking nailed it. It's There's great, so great many up. great. Uh, well, so let, let's go through it. This is yeah. directed by Rodrigo Garcia. Don't know that dude. Um, originally aired March 28th, 2004. For those of you who don't remember this episode, this is the one where AJ spends a night full of poppers and weird sex in the city. Oh yeah. Um, Tony realizes his jokes aren't as funny as he thinks they are. Mm, we've and, all been there. <laughs> and <laughs> Feudy, I know you've been there, man. And, oh, I've been there too many and, times. And Feech uh, tap dances on off the show like Fred Astaire. Mm. Um, first appearances. We had a bunch this episode. Do you guys know which which characters we see for the first time? A famous face who's been mentioned in the show. Um, by name before Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley, Rusty Emilio. Rusty Emilio. He plays a, uh, a the mayor capo, Munchkinland. The mayor Munchkinland. He plays a capo in the Lupertazzi family, mm-hmm. uh, ally of Little Carmine. Um, Robert Wegler, mm-hmm. played by I forget guy from a league of their own. Uh, but uh, AJ's school guidance counselor. He pops up. He's also mentioned earlier in the show. He's. Uh, the the Eloise episode where uh, the yep. Billy Budd thing, that kind of shit. Ah, uh, yes. Um, you think everybody's gay? <laughs> maybe you're gay. Um, then we have the first appearances of the the little mm-hmm. shit brothers Justin and Jason Blundetto, <laughs> two nightmare uh, children of Tony B. And then we have Dante Greco. Do you even know who Dante Greco is? Are you do you do you guys Sopranos or what? Because Dante Greco is in regularly in the show through the end of the series, starting in this episode. He's an associate soldier of the April crew. He's the big fucking fat bald guy. What you know big? what I'm talking about? He's when Tony's shot. He's the one who's like, "Oh, I took care of my mother when she was on uh, bed rest after surgery." Blah blah blah. He wanted to be a nurse. He got into. He's like, "I wanted to get into like holi- like whatever." You guys don't know the who big, we're talking about? tall, big fat bald big guy. Big fat bald guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I yeah, know. Okay. He, I yeah. know. I know. I know. I. You I, know him by bald head, not by. No, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. he's in this episode. Where is he? Just in the back. He's like somewhere at the. Yeah. Bend. I. Yeah. Oh. I. I worked with him. Oh, you did? Yes. Yes, tell, I did a play with him. Not, I didn't really work with him. I like did a fucking show with okay. him. Okay, good but, dude. Well, that's working. Oh, very, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was working. I didn't really like the show, but like I did, like yeah, I did a Shakespeare show on like in like on like Ninth Avenue and Forty Second Street. <laughs> uh, right out of right. college, uh, yeah, like a year out of college with this um with this guy. Um, it was the Tempest. He's he passed oh. away. Oh, I did oh the, fuck, really? I did the, yeah. I did the I Tempest in high school. Same guy, right? Yeah. His All right. By the way, David Strathairn, his, it was uh Yes, yes. Mr. Uh, Wegler. Robert Wegler, yeah. Yep. His character is um is uh 
Yes, yes, this guy passed away last. Damn, all right. I think he passed oh, away wow. last year. Um and um Pour one out. We could have had him on the pod if Anthony, we had Yeah, Dante not, Greco portrayed by Anthony Rubustello. Rub, 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 yeah. Wasn't the virus, was it? No, no, no. I don't think so. I mean, he was a he was an old uh, I don't know, but he was an overweight guy, and I mean, well, he might he might have been in his fifties or sixties. It's the problem but, with um, casting these mob shows. You get these overweight Italian guys, and they're not long for this world. <laughs> but I mean, he was a very nice guy. Yeah, it's yeah. like wrestlers. It's uh, like wrestlers. He played know? like a friendly, nice mob guy. No, no, so. he was a very <laughs> yes. nice guy. And it came across on screen. Obviously, yeah. you know, if you go from doing that and you're doing like the Tempest with a bunch of whatever people. You're gonna talk about how you did the Sopranos all the time, <laughs> yeah, which is course. what he did. Which yeah. is which, you know. Of course, I, I ate don't blame up. him. Yeah, I loved yeah, it. Of course. Yeah. Um, uh, well, yeah. R.I.P. Um, and we, also, we, and also, what's her name is obviously Jewish. <laughs> Tony. Carum. Oh, Tony Karam. Yes, she is Jewish. Yeah. Okay. Because of all the Jewish undertones in this episode, it makes it's makes true. Sense. Yeah, she was. She was. They were. They were in play for her as the writer. Uh, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a Jewish wedding that gets robbed and yes. uh, all that. Uh, uh, speaking of RIP, we have some last appearances this episode, guys. We have Lorraine Caluzzo. Mm. We have Jason, Jason Evanino. And we have Feech Lamana. Mm. Uh, eponymous characters, like, they're gone too soon. I feel like they yes. were barely touched upon um and but i mean you know, in I, sopranos maybe, fashion they're gonna they they give and they taketh away that's right know? maybe not jason but like i feel like like <laughs> <Not> jason <laughs> lady, lady shylock great character like yeah she's fucking great could have yeah. been could have uh, been something could have been something uh, interesting way more interesting and she and she did well um, yeah and then and obviously feach you know so we were watching like because you know we're back to at least for this week, we're back to watching the episode together before we record in person. And we were commenting that, um, you know, we heard all the rumors for years that Feech got written out earlier than he was supposed to because, uh, you know, uh, Robert Loja couldn't remember his lines. But guys, you said that you heard actually that David Chase has refuted yes. that. Recently. We 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 need to um, amend, address this because we, this. we I feel like we've been saying this anytime we brought up Loja, anytime we brought up Feech, and, we, and maybe we said we repeated it so often that it became like reality to us. But it was never confirmed. That was. But all, I had heard this too. It, like, yeah, separate no, no, we, from no, we had we had it was a it was a rumor that was you know um, spread like you know it was pretty prolific. Like everybody yeah. heard this, but. Um, I, I read today that David Chase went on the record and said that's not true. Now, okay, like he might be covering for Loja because he didn't want to embarrass the guy. But oh, especially he also he just passed away fairly he recently. He just yeah, so, you know. Uh, so you know, you know, make your own decision. He he appeared to. They did a good job. Like if that yes. was the case, he appeared to have all his wits and acting chops about him because he fucking nailed it. So oh, he's incredible. Uh, yeah, and I mean, I feel like I I always forget how early like how how quick feach goes back to prison yeah but it also is completely justified that like he just he gets way too intense too fast and tony has learned his lesson and it's good writing like yeah. it, it is like tony has like become a better boss like right. you know it it, 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 it is he, the proper time to send him back. Yes. But it is heartbreaking how 
uh, how few episodes Features is in because it's such a good character. Yeah, but also, yeah, exactly. A testament to the writing and, and the acting of Robert Loggia that he, he leaves such an imprint on the show. Yes. Um, that he's he's a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, okay, so all that said, let's let's dive into it. We, we There's so many threads this episode. Tony Kalem fucking nailed it. There's a lot. There's the New York uh, Civil War brewing that gets touched upon. The whole Feech uh, storyline and him like stepping on toes as he promised Tony he wouldn't. We have AJ and Carmela and like <clears throat> the Soprano nuclear family storyline this episode, which is probably the biggest of the episode. And then they even uh, get a little bit on Melfi. So, but let's start with actually I want to start with the opening. Uh, the the show opens with AJ driving up and down the Soprano driveway. Uh, in reverse and then forward and reverse. What the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Why is that how they open this episode? What do you guys think? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because well, he gets the car later. Um, I mean, it, if I'm like diving too, or probably too deep into it, who do we see in normal times going up and down the driveway like to get the paper? Sure. Tony. Tony. There's like ownership of the property. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, AJ, like, basically treats Carmela like total garbage. Like, Tony has AJ, <laughs> like, kind of, like, ha- has, like, taken control of the house. Yeah. Like, she makes him dinner. Like, right. she's at his, like, every, like, beck and win. Like, you know, like. For sure, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, so, like, maybe it's just, like, to show that he sort of filled the Tony role by, like, being the douchebag of the house who feels like he like it's an interesting point run, for sure he runs like he runs the place what yeah were you say spells i mean the antithesis of that is that <laughs> he's this is just what's this is just what daily life is now like right. he can't take that car out yeah like it's right. like her car right mm-hmm. and he can't he so he's just not taking it out so but like she's not gonna say anything if he just goes up and down the fucking driveway. Well, I guess it's which, a, like, yeah, you know, true. I guess you would do if you were a fucking high school kid. Yes. You know? Right. That's it's actually a good point. Like, like what it's, he's it's a great doing way to, at, like, four o'clock on a fucking <laughs> Wednesday, you know? It's a great way to symbolize the frustration of a teenager who's testing his boundaries. He's right. going to the bottom of the driveway. <laughs> right, he's going yeah. back up. He's yeah. going to the bottom. He's coming. And then yeah. also... And then he's uh, going to do a loop around the it, fucking cul-de-sac and right, he's going to yeah. flip out. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I will point out... Um, I'm just realizing this book ended at the end of the episode. Carmela has this moment where she's walking up to the house and after AJ leaves um, and she, and she hears uh, AJ say, Hey mom, look at me or whatever. And, and she sees a shot of him going down the driveway in his big wheels. And maybe it's just like sort of a bookend, sort of like a moment where it's like, okay, well that's where he was years ago, this sweet little innocent boy. And, and now he's testing the boundaries of, of, of that driveway, I guess. Um, right. Yeah. Um, and you know, she's testing the boundaries of her marriage and, uh, you know, who she is. <laughs> yes, she is with, yeah. with uh, Mr. She, Robert. Who she Legler. is as a separated, uh, wife. Yeah. Maybe yeah. true. F- from there, we see that, um, the to- uh, Tony B's twin boys are playing in the pool. Tony, uh, our Tony invited Tony B up to have the kids at the pool just hanging out. He's, he wanted to give him like the, uh, 
what's the the fucking drill that he was looking for? The Dewalt. The Dewalt. The it's the best he, drill. It's yeah, the best his drill. best drill. Yeah. It's the best uh, drill. Which no, we saw him. Brand. It is the best brand. Brand. <laughs> uh, oh, Sopranos podcast sponsored by Dewalt. Um, hey, I got one. Hey, guys, get the Dewalt. Get okay? the Dewalt, guys. I see. I got the black and deck. <laughs> you know, we, that is good. We that see good. Tony give this to Brian Camerata in season four as like an excuse. Like when they were talking uh, HUD shit, it just yep. said, oh, pretend you you came here to borrow this drill. And now Tony's forgotten what he did with that. <laughs> fucking well, he, Brian Camerata made out with that fucking fantastic DeWalt drill. He rem- <laughs> he remembers what he did with it. Oh, he does, but he re- yeah. But, yeah. He, but he forgot why he gave it to him. Yes. And yeah. then he like seemingly remembers... Halfway through the like mid thought, mid thought, and and and, and so that's that's the interesting part. That's so he says, "Oh, I gave it to your cousin," and then Tony starts to have his first panic attack that we've seen in the season. Right? He hasn't. We haven't seen him have a panic attack this season, right? It's like so. It's it's like a low key one, like a low key one. It's like half a gabagool. Right? Yeah, he doesn't (laughs) actually pass out. Half of yeah, we should rate his panic attack. It's like if he saw like a slice of turkey or something. (laughs) Right. Some some uh, some lean sodium and nitrate filled uh, lunch meat that, he, that that ultimately would kill him but 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 yeah so he he like so the mention of carmela's cousin i think the word cousin there the writers are hinting that like the cousin thing is what is causing his panic attacks this season right because he says oh, i loaned it to your cousin then he starts getting the ginger ale in his skull this and that he tells carmela you know i'm not seeing melfi anymore because uh, you're not the only one who has to cut back on shit they need Meanwhile, he actually ended shit with Melfi before he and Carmela even split up last season. So uh, Tony's full of shit, as we know. Which is also revealed in this episode. Right, right yes. yes. Uh, but but so, I mean, that's that's like the interesting like little little thing we see in the beginning. But let's, let's get into the New York war because mm-hmm. uh, soon after this, we see the demise of uh, Lady Shylock, Lorraine, De- Lorraine Caluzzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, tough... Uh, tough murder to watch. She comes out of the shower. She's naked to find Billy Leotardo there. You know, you were warned, Lorraine. That's what he tells her. Um, she's scrambling. The uh, one of two women who are uh, killed this season, uh, scrambling on the floor, like trying to get away. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is pretty rough. Yeah. And last week we talked about how at least this one is indoors. She yeah. <laughs> How she was modeled after this TV critic that uh, criticized season four for not having enough whackings in it. There's, has this humiliating death. Very humiliating. <laughs> yeah. I, my question is, how do you think this would be received now in light of like... If that know, story was like common yes. knowledge, oh, uh, like not well. Oh my God. Not well. Yeah. David Chase would be canceled. You think he'd be yes. canceled? Officially yes. canceled? I mean, I don't, well, th- I don't think he would be full on canceled, but there would be a lot of people... Who would try to cancel him? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the series as a whole, like, yeah, I guess there's the, so much. There's there's like language, like racist shit. There's yeah. Yeah, there's so like, you know, but obviously graphic violence against it's, women. It's um, a generation ago at this point. Like, it is. <laughs> well, it's, it's, almost, it's a generation yeah, ago, but much. but like even still, like like Sopranos has, in, especially in pan- pandemic times, had this like resurgence of new younger viewers especially they, like gen z viewers are watching it for the first time yes and they and it's beloved but they I yeah they see, apparently love it uh, but that's the thing I, I you know I, I i don't know because i feel like you 
give these you you give these guys a pass. And 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 I think people still might. I mean, I don't know. I can't yeah. I can't I, I fucking say because... whether or not. But like I think there is a good chance that if it came if it came about today, like they'd still might give him a pass because you're just yeah. like Oh, that's how these people are. It's it's true. And, it, and and it also and and they also exist in that time. Yes, you know. Yeah. Um. We're, so, we're far removed from when it was written, when it was right. shot. Because you know. because now they'd be like, oh, they'd never get away with that crime right. or something. <laughs> right, right. You know. Right, right. Like I think that would be the big thing. Yeah. Like oh, they're not gonna you know get away with these phone cards or right. or we're right. bistics <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. we're bistics. You know. Yeah. Um. Because of the internet. Yeah. Like. Um, that's yeah, it's a whole true. other fucking discussion. You're I, supposed I, to push I, NFTs. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean that would yeah. be the 2021 yeah. storyline. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I, I I think I think it's also clear that the show David Chase is constantly reminding viewers these people are shitty ass people. You might idolize yes. Tony and these mob guys, but they're fucking goons. They're not smart. They're not good people. They're violent. And and I think that's almost like what gets the series a pass. Like, yes, it probably does glamorize the mob life a little bit, but it also oh, it definitely does. more than any other mob movie TV series, it lets you in on the fucking dirty fucking day to day humdrum life, uh, not glamorous, uh, not pretty. Uh, everyone's depressed. Everybody <laughs> fucking dies. Everybody, you know, like. So I feel like that, like it gets a pass because it's not glamorizing any of this. Well, the yeah, com- it, it, and the comedy, the comedy yeah. like yeah. helps that helps for sure that too. Yeah, yeah. It, and the comedy's I, so real. I know? just I just watched uh, Casino yesterday, like for the first time in a long time, and like, you know, it glamorizes things way less than Scorsese's films do. You mm-hmm. know, like mm-hmm. it it doesn't make these people look. As cool as those, as like as Goodfellas, go, as yeah. Goodfellas or Casino, or you know, I think that was intentional. Or, or Godfather, did. yeah, it's oh, the day to day, yeah, definitely intentional. But like that's yeah, to me, if someone asked me like, what is The Sopranos? It's a show about a, a you know, a uh, a, a like American suburban life, yeah. suburban life yeah. in America, at a certain under time. the guise yeah. under the guise of the mafia. Yes. You know, yeah. like, for sure. And especially this episode plays to that a hundred percent because, you know, this stuff with the New York war and, and, um, and all, a lot of the mafia stuff takes a backseat to the family drama this episode, but yes, keeping on Lorraine Coluzzo's death and, and the New York civil war. Yeah. So we have, so after she dies, you know, we get the scene of little Carmine being advised by Rusty Emilio, uh, the intro of Rusty, Rusty Emilio played by Frankie Valley. Uh, to take aggressive action. Yeah. He says, you know, people in the streets would see us as heroes if if he fought back against Johnny Sack here, which uh, sort of echoes the George W. Bush Iraq war thing where, you know, the people in the streets yeah. would, would welcome us, us. Yeah, yeah, as, right. as heroes, liberators, you know. That's a good point, um, yeah. Do you guys? Did you guys? I mean, probably not at the time, but in retrospect, watching subsequently, like years removed, do you notice a certain um, David Chase in the show in general taking like this weird sort of at times political take? Um, 
uh, for example, we had talked previously on the show about how Little Carmine is modeled after George W. Bush with his malapropisms, and, mm-hmm. and <laughs> he's not very smart. Right. He's a leader. Uh, you know, there's there's like shit in subsequent seasons with like, you know, Meadow saying, "Well, well, you don't relate to black people clinging to logs," in reference to Katrina and right, and, right, and that right. kind of shit. Did you guys do you guys notice that at all? Like, it's kind of interesting to 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 know that the writers are or at least or maybe David Chase is inserting this sort of like at the time criticism of the administration and shit. I mean not no. <laughs> <laughs> not until just now. Yeah. I but mean bringing yeah. it up it makes a lot of sense. Sure. Like, you yeah. know, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> What's Rusty again? What's his role? He's just sort of like advisor to little Carmine. Okay. Same as um Angelo, right? But Angelo right. was the was the consigliere. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you but you get the you get the idea that like Rusty was probably also like some sort of like h- higher up yeah. with Carmine, yeah. you know, back or in the day. You just got to get Frankie Valli right. in there somehow. You got to get him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Wow, what else is he? I mean, he be? sticks around for until oh, yeah. 6A. Yeah. So yeah. he's he's yeah. in it a bit. Um so from there, Tony advises you know his crew not get involved with the New York feud, which which we know you know ends up happening uh, thanks to Tony B. Yeah. But let's talk about the Feech storyline this episode. Yeah. So Fe- when we first see Feech, it's in the back of the crazy horse. He's regaling these stories to I think Benny and and little Paul or little who's, who's, is it little Polly? Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, and Chris is there. And too. Chris is there. Yeah. yeah. You know these stories of back in the day, how he shot this guy and this and that. And then Silvio. We, we know how Tony hates Remember When. Exactly, yeah. And Tony is, <laughs> which is, is always, not game. Which yeah. is always ironic because Tony actually does love Remember When. Like he's always <laughs> All listening the fucking to, time. Right? Always listening to classic rock. Like yeah. l- like totally lives in the past. Right. But anytime anyone else is like like trying to reminisce, he's right. like, fuck off. Yeah. 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 Uh, so Silvio brings up like, hey, how about you tell the story about how uh, you know, Tony and Jackie April Sr. robbed your card game. And uh, this one was fucking scared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feech at first clams up, but but ends up talking about it. I also love that like Christopher is like particularly like into it and loves it. But the same exact thing happened to his card game with Jackie Jr. Yes. in season three. Yes. And he wanted fucking blood. Whereas right. like Feech gave Tony a pass. Chris was like, these guys robbed my card game. Although I don't know if anybody actually died when Tony and, and Jackie. No, Sr. because remember like they like Jackie Jr. Brings it up. He's like, Tony, you, you guys did it. And he was like, well, think about what the difference is, you know, or whatever. Like, right. you they, know, sh- they, like he they didn't, didn't, he kill, didn't anybody. kill anybody. They yeah. didn't shoot anybody. They shot, even, uh, you know? Jackie Jr. Shot, yeah, uh, like sunshine, sun, sunshine. Sun, yeah. And like he died. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so so from there, Feech asks to run his game again, which I guess after Feech went away, went to Junior. Junior had been running it until, you know, Tony uh, eventually, you know, explicitly took over the, the crime family, the Jersey crime family. Back in season two, he's like, hey, we're running the executive game now. Like, can you imagine that? Like, they've held Feech up back in the day and now they're running it. And he's still running it. And, and I it, think it's it a fair ask for Feech to, to be like, hey, can I have my game back? <laughs> but that's interesting you bring that up from season two because look at how um, how over the moon in season two Tony and Syl are. Mm-hmm. And, and Paulie even. Mm-hmm. 
that they're running it now, it's clearly like the gem of the family. Yep. You know, it is the moneymaker. Like, uh, well, it's also like, you're brushing shoulders with celebrities. We had Frank sure. Sinatra Jr. Frank Sinatra in, Jr. in season Sir. two. And then we have this season, this, this Bernie episode. Brillstein, yeah, brilliant. Bernie Brillstein, David Lee Roth, David Lee Roth, Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence Taylor, yeah. Taylor, Sir Lawrence of the Meadowlands. I just, I love, I mean, Bernie Brillstein was, was um, Brad Gray's uh, creative partner. Yes. Brad Gray, uh, one yeah. of the executive producers of Sopranos. And, and also, like, one of the most legendary, like, Hollywood yeah, like, Lauren managers. Yeah, Lorne Michaels like, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Happy Gilmore. Yeah, Rolstein and Associates uh, is like you know le- still, legendary, still, yeah, still, legendary, still around. Obviously, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, so I think I think you know even if it's not the top money maker, which we know that it is like one of the top money makers, like just the brush with celebrity, I think is like a kick for these guys. Um, but it also, to me, like it also shows what a huge overstep it is that Feech asks to run the game. You know, sure. like this quickly out of prison, he wants to run the game again, and and Tony lets him. Well, he, I mean, yes, he lets him run it, but only for twenty percent of of the profits. But so, like, still, yeah, the fact that like this is like one of the like you know cream of the crop like mm. money makers yeah. for them, and that the fact that Tony is even going to let him be involved in it because Tony clearly loathes him you know and the fact that he's like so obnoxious i don't know does he loathe him i think i think i think he wrestles with his feelings about feech because i think obviously respects him to an extent because like he he respects the generation that he comes from and obviously he has a reputation yeah but i also think that and tony is sentimental like that tony is like about the past and about those generations like because of his father those people went through world war ii like you know like that kind of thing right like like he has respect for that generation but but when you come out of jail and you and he explicitly says don't step on any toes and also this is one of the very few uh enterprises of the mob where it's forward facing where you have to be a little bit sensitive and about like how you're perceived with these celebrities and stuff like right. in season two when Richie April comes in and and goes after Davy Scatino like yeah, it might get Frank violent Sinatra Frank Sinatra Jr. is like get me the fuck out of here and 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 that's you know obviously that's cutting off and the, money and, the and, and the Dick Doctor and the Dick which is Ira Freed so Ira Freed. speaking mm-hmm. of Ira Freed which they recast um, I don't know why but. But oh, that's a recast. It's a recast. He oh, looks wait. very much like him. Yeah, but he, but he he's supposed to be Doctor Freed. Yeah, he's the penis doctor. Yeah, he's he's Doctor Ira Freed. Yeah. I never yeah. realized that. I always assumed he was strange. just a different doctor. No, no, they recast him. Um, Why? It, it, I, Why? I guess I guess the main guy wasn't available. I don't know. The main no. guy had to go back to his practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's a real dick doctor. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. but I got a lot of patience. That's like, that's fine if you don't want him anymore. But like, w- just make him a different doctor. <laughs> yeah. Why Actually, that's where the rumor started that Dr. Ira Freed couldn't remember his lines. They wrote him out of the show. <laughs> yeah. they, they recast him. No, but but yeah. So so uh, at the executive game here, he's talking about his daughter's wedding and how you know uh, this and that. All right, wait, 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 wait. It, it is funny because not only was Ira Freed in the fucking poker game, he was also he's also bought, the Hutz he, game. He, yeah, he's yeah. also the Patsy oh, there. Yeah, yeah. that and, seems strange. Yeah. <laughs> He also Sorry. he also takes the bullet. Donald Trump eat my shorts. Eat my shorts. Says, yeah. Eat yeah. my shorts. Yeah. He's eat my dust. Of a character. Down my He's enough of an established character. He also 
fucking emergency, uh, like does emergency surgery on uh, Furio, Furio to when get he's shot, when he's shot yeah. at the, the, the holdup. I know. Yeah. So see, this, they did not account for podcasts. This doctor, he's a prick. <laughs> he did not Close. account for podcasts when <laughs> they were doctor. when they it's were filming doctor. this show. Yeah. No, right, we anyway, caught I'm it. Sorry. We caught it. Go, go. I think it was it was pretty good recasting. The guy who they have recast, I don't like him as much as the original Doctor I mean, Fried, but yeah, you would he's still, you would goalie as well. He's, look, <laughs> two <laughs> Jews, you would yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah, we all look alike. Yeah, same uh, exact guy, same exact Jewish <laughs> Jew grin, glasses, <laughs> nose. Yeah. What do you? Glass, what else? Glasses, nose. Well, glasses, nose smells like fish. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he so he talks about his daughter's wedding, which plants this idea and features head to <laughs> fucking carjack the entire fucking wedding. Huge operation. There's like one of those. Uh, I mean, Doctor Freed describes it. What are they called? Like, like the like carriers, like carriers of car- yeah. like they like really uh, insulting to this fucking wedding. Um, and and obviously. Tony doesn't know about it because Dr. Ira Freed is a friend of theirs. He, he even says to Feach, like, do you have any idea what a doctor can do for us? Like, people get shot. People like Furio yeah. need their fucking, uh, you know, uh, uh, thighs, like, operated on. Correct. Um, Correct. But so so this is a major overstepping by Feach. Yeah. Um, you know, this is the, the, the straw that breaks the camel's back for, for Tony. You know, well, when he brings Feech into the Bing and he has the conversation with him, um, he ends up saying, "You know, Feech is like, here's your cut, be happy." And Tony's like, "Why up- am I playing catch up with you for the second time after right. like the lawn shit with Salvitro in in the previous episode?" Also builds within the episode because like at uh, the Crazy Horse, he he calls him Don Antonio, Don like, Antonio, yeah, and then we and kiss then, the ring, yeah, yeah, kiss the ring, and then in this scene. He, he like calls him Godfather, mm. and it makes it it make it, uh, I mean it makes sense that um, that this is planned by yeah. David Chase because it all yeah. happens in one episode. Like right. if it if it if it wasn't planned, I feel like it would have like it would have dragged on and then it would have been abrupt. Yeah, and it is kind of abrupt, but yeah, but it's that's kind because of abrupt, it was but that's, but that's why that's yeah. why it's surprising and why it's sort of satisfying. Why it's right. subverting the what we expect from from this genre and the sopranos itself like and and also it does like then clear the path for the rest of the season to focus on yeah. what's happening in New York and and what happens with Tony Blundetto yeah, like. yeah. Yes. um yeah for sure it yeah. seemed like it seemed to me like when i believed that it was it was that loja's character was written out because he had trouble remembering his lines it seemed to me that they were setting up a storyline that never got to pay off because of that between mm-hmm. him and Tony B. There's right. a lot of like, stick with me, you'll be eating lunch uh, like that every day, and 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 yeah. and Tony B. saying, oh, Feech uh, fronted me the money to play in the executive game. The game, like like this alliance between, and that's but that also sort of echoed in the past. Um, Richie April coming to Junior or Richie April and Janice like allying themselves against Tony or Livia and, and Junior in the first season. Like, like yeah. you know, yep, a family yep. member of Tony's and this thorn in his side uh, al- allying themselves against him would have been repetitive. And it would have been you couldn't respect Tony if he didn't see it coming. And so it just it, it makes more sure. sense. It 
you you buy Tony as a boss who is learning as he goes in this position. Um, he's learning from mistakes. He's learning from past experiences. He would nip this in the bud and and you know well we originally you you probably thought that Feach was gonna you know get a bullet to the back of his head, but he does it in a way that uh, that because he is respected and because he is well liked within the mob. Tony finds a way to to deal with it, right? So and so, also from uh, uh, the point of David Chase, I think it's also smart storytelling wise to finally get rid of somebody without just fucking killing them, right? You yeah, know? It, it is a kind of cool send off. So what happens yeah. is is uh, he so he sets feature up. He has um, Christopher and and Benny, I think, go over there and tell him. They need they need parking for uh, this uh, uh, TVs TVs yeah. um, that he's he, Feach is going to keep in his garage. Then yeah, Feach is just having his afternoon peaches and wine. You know, the, uh, yeah, the, as one does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Classic um, hang. You know, a little peach, a little uh, wine. Yeah. Uh, and eventually, assume you you assume that they tipped off the uh, parole officer or whatever to to of come course. like look yeah. at his place. Of course. Uh, well, we know we know they did because it's not his usual parole officer. Like he right, comments, yeah. like, yeah. "Where, yeah, you know, where's uh, you know, whatever the fuck his name? Where's is the guy I grease? Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, right." And so they they end up sending him back to jail because they know that that they put those stolen TVs in in his garage. Yeah, um, you know, you know, and then so sad watching Feach on the bus, wa- looking out the window, and that's the end of it. But. Like my question is, how like it's it's who, it's it's more heartbreaking than a lot of the actual yeah. deaths. That well, because he knows he's gonna die in jail. That's the end of that's the end of his life. Like that's that's it. Yeah, you're seeing uh, you're seeing someone see their death. Yeah. like <laughs> in real time. You know. But my question is, yes, Tony Tony handled this well. He didn't he didn't whack the guy, right. but how much of the family, how many people do you think know that he was set up like this? Obviously Silvio, obviously, obviously Chris, Chris, obviously and Benny. Well, Benny, I mean, uh, Benny, Benny, probably, Benny, Benny, maybe knows. Chris could have like brought Benny along on that without like Benny necessarily. No, because knowing, they but. no because they need the they they need the scam to work. So Chris must have told Benny. I think that everybody like was like, you know, he's well respected, but you know, at the same time, like he would be well respected by fucking. By um, by uh, by uh, Pauly probably yeah. because yeah. he's older. Yeah, right. Pauly's probably like good. Fuck him. Yeah, I don't want him around. Oh, right. and I mean and, anybody, literally anyone going away that Pauly like could make money from. Like, sure. Pauly doesn't give a fuck. And that's, that's like more money in his pocket. Yeah, right. and I think you got to realize that like it was a big overstep to fucking like steal all those cars. Yeah, I think that's a huge overstep. Yeah. Huge. And um and there and everybody was probably like, yeah, you know, yeah, he's, he's got to go. He's got to go. And yeah. like you know, more money for me. Yeah, but I just wonder how many people like Tony let in. Like you might suspect that, and oh. you would be right. Yeah, but... as little as possible. Always, sure. always let in as little as possible. Sure. Yeah. Well. Uh, R.I.P. Feach, Robert Loja. Um, uh, thank you for, for on, lending Yo, your talents on, what to the up? series. Yeah, hey. Yeah. Uh, let's get into the A.J., Carmela, Tony uh, storyline here. So A.J. is not doing well in school. Shocker. Shocker. Um, so he, so 
Robert Wegler, his guidance counselor, um, brings Tony and Carmella in to discuss AJ's uh, college options, which is rapidly approaching approaching crisis mode, right? Yep. Um, you know, his SAT scores are down. Uh, I, I love that AJ is, like, very delighted and excited to learn that he might be learning disabled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, like, bragging about it to his <laughs> yeah. friend. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. I could get, like, unlimited time on my SATs, which good for you. If you could, if, if that's what you deserve, then, then yeah. But it almost seems like he's so excited to, like, work around the system much as his father does. But yeah, um, definitely feel like I know people like that. Right. But that's a callback to season one where they actually tested him for uh, ADD now right. known as ADHD. Right. But like so. But yeah. So after they leave the office, the office, the secretary informs them that two students were involved in a fatal car crash um, on their way to school. Um, I don't know what happened there, but that seems suspicious. <laughs> um but so Tony ends up buying AJ this new Nissan Xterra, uh, which I know, I know HBO doesn't have commercials, uh, <laughs> but it always seemed to me there were like particular callouts for brands. That yeah, I feel like they like surreptitiously. Let's go Snapple. Over you see a lot office, of people drinking Office Snapple. Max. You Office lay up the Snapple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Last right. episode. Um, right. Yeah, no, and they say that there's no product placement, but I... He's like, I, it's part I of think, Nissan's I think triple bullshit. safety philosophy. Like, oh, yeah. they were like, you <laughs> yeah. know some, like, Nissan he guy was the like... pitch in they the fucking need, dialogue. They right. need to use this language. Triple safety philosophy. Um, yes. Uh, uh, wait, fine. Yeah. Fine. Uh, no, so no, it plays I into mean, the story. I, that's that's better to me than having them use like off brand like made up brands like right. it it places them in the real world a little yes, more. Yes, yes, uh, But but yeah. So Tony decides to use the Xterra as you know the carrot and the stick. You know he says, you know you're we took it out for a drive. You're not going to get to drive it again until you pull your grades up to a C. Uh, what are the shots of this working with AJ Soprano? Not very good, right? No. Mm-hmm. The carrot and the stick does not... I mean, the carrot doesn't work with him. Mm. Um, You need to fucking, like, scare him into submission, I feel like. You think forward to, like, season six, where Tony um, gets him the job at the construction site, and Tony, like, fucking smashes the windshield of his car. Like, you're fucking going to that job, or else you're out on the street. Like that's yeah. what works with AJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here, this is not, and and Carmela seems to know it. Mm. Um, the problem here is Carmela sees Tony as like the guy who's like, "Hey, I'm I'm treating you during this like separation, and your your uh, you know tumultuous time with your grades." Um, and Carmela has to play the prison warden, and AJ is like rebuffing her like as as a young teenage boy does. Um, oh, I, I hyper real. This, one, one this situation of, yeah. is very like hit hit me hard because I I had a streak with my mother that like was very akin to this, and we probably all did. Yeah, I like I mean, <laughs> maybe not quite this far, but I definitely had like a, a run, maybe like junior, senior, high school, where like yeah, 
me and my mom got into it because she right. was like, like anything what she are you coming home? And I'm like, what are you even talking up? about? Like, Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and she had God. every right to like be concerned because. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It was a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, Which ends up being uh, the reason that Carmela decides to, you know, she, you know, Tony got on the drum set, this and that. She decides, hey, AJ. I'm going to let you go into the city for this fucking mud vein concert. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but you just need to check in with me. So, uh, yeah. so she goes against her instinct as a mother and lets him do this. As we know, this uh, ends up not being good. Meadow covers for AJ. He gets his fucking eyebrows shaved off and, and uh, you know, sharpied on. He gets his fucking cheek super glued or crazy glued to the carpet of this hotel. Dude, all, AJ's friends from like this point on the rest of the series are fucking awful. The worst. They're not awful. Like all yeah. these fucking guy, uh, yeah, yeah, club yeah. guys. Like um, then we starts hanging out with like the Jason, uh, more Jasons. There's so many fucking Jasons in the show. Mm-hmm. The, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, Jason Gervaisi <laughs> yeah, so, and uh, yeah. which so is also Jason. so Parisi. true. Yeah, so sorry. many Michaels, so many Jasons. Michaels, <laughs> Jasons. Yeah, but like shaving eyebrows off. Super gluing people's faces to the carpet, like what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's crazy. Uh, Come on. Come and on. then so that so event so Carmela is obviously flipping out. Imagine the anxiety. She has no idea. Meadow's not answering her phone. AJ comes rolling in, looking like he got fucking exploded in like a fucking landmine or something. Like his clothes are in tatters. He's got his eyebrows off, <laughs> and he's and he he doesn't want to talk about it. It's you know, not just the eyebrows off. There's like the weird stenciled like yeah, high like, like eyebrows on, on. Yeah. like what the fuck? Yeah, like, he, he yeah he looks like he what, looks like, like a meth addict. Marilyn Manson was involved yeah, at yeah. some point, but like so so she chases him up the stairs. She falls, and you get this moment where he like looks at her like he wants to like help her, but you know his younger self, his younger innocent like little fucking chubby AJ uh, that we knew from earlier seasons probably like oh man my mom fell. And then his teenage self is like, well, fuck her, and, and just walks away. And it's so heartbreaking to watch. Um, he tells her, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which you don't, you don't say to your mother, not your Italian mother, uh, for sure. Oof. I love, so he, so AJ's like cleaned up a little bit. He looks out the window, sees Tony roll up in the driveway and <laughs> yeah, slam yeah. his fucking door. My anxiety, knowing, oh, fuck, dad's oh, coming shit. home. Yeah, Dad has yeah. got like, oh, I yeah. know. Uh, and I just love that he walks down the stairs carrying his like little fucking garbage bin. Like, hey, Dad was just taking my garbage out of the laundry like, basket. Yeah. Uh, hey, shout out, shout out to those garbage cans. I feel like everyone <laughs> yeah. had those garbage cans. Yeah. I definitely remember the Yukon one. I had, the, I had like the Yukon said, one. Yes. I had the Yukon one. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing uh, people have that one. But yeah, like I, I like. I, oh my god, I spoke. To my mom, like horribly, would never have spoken to my dad like that because he would have fucking, he would have, right, he would have killed me. Yeah, it would have fucking. Your dad would have killed you. Think no. what Tony yeah. Soprano yeah. would have done. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my dad, who brought me to Broadway shows, like <laughs> I was terrified of. Yeah, imagine if he was a fucking mob boss. Yes, right. yes. So AJ ends up, you know, obviously this is a fan favorite line. What's different about you? If you have some sexual proclivity, poppers and weird sex. <laughs> poppers and weird <laughs> sex. Always seem weird that Tony jumped to that conclusion to me. But 
Uh, well, Tony's idea of like, yeah, like crazy parties are still from like 1978. So <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Where people were shaving their That's, eyebrows it's and just, drawing them out. I don't it's know. It's just so, hey, hey, it's so funny. We'll see in many saints. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, 68, there were right. like crazy, right, you right, know. Right. It's, maybe there's eyebrows shaving back then. It's yeah. such a funny line, but it's also like so believable. It's true. Yeah. yeah. This is like all the comedy is just so believable. Like yes. parents just not understanding. Like how, yeah, yeah. How they think that like they're so hip and related. Like they they know how to relate. Right. Yeah, but he's also drawing like the Billy Bud shit too to this. Like yeah. Yeah, right, right, the, right, To the teacher and all that shit. Oh, that's yeah. a like, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he says it. He says like that teacher was there. And it's like who it's, who his wife ends up having sex with, uh, right? Instead hilarious. of AJ, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just which is also which is so, also so, great. So, it, so good. It's also great writing because like it makes sense that like Carmela has had it with the men in her oh life. My God, yes. That it drives her to Wegler. And I think the one mm. Melfi scene in this episode sort of hammers that home because we have this one Melfi scene where. She is uh, meeting with Kupferberg, her therapist, and she's reading the letter that Tony wrote to her <laughs> in it's broken so English. Funny. Yeah, it makes you foul, like your opinion foul, of Tony just spelled, like drops, like spelled F O W L. Great Riggard, uh, R I G. Anyway, but but so uh, the point is, Melfi ultimately, you know, he, that was his letter apologizing for calling Melfi a fucking cunt in the season opener to, right. to Tony's. Um, he, he addresses it. He's like, you know, uh, you said some things to me that were very hurtful in regards to myself. Like she points out, notice he ultimately blames me. Now go back to that scene with Tony Carm and AJ on like the staircase after he brings down like the fucking trash. He says, what'd you say to your mother? I use the cuss word. Uh, I use the F word, uh, the F word, yeah. but he, but he, ends well, he up doesn't actually blaming, say what he says, blaming her. Um, saying, but I was trying to uh, explain and she didn't give me a chance and this and that. Um, much like Tony uh, blames Melfi for using the, the word cunt against her. Right. Um, and, but Carmela is not buying it. She's like, uh, you know, because Tony ultimately is like, Carmela, a few beers. What, what's, the, yeah. what's the issue? And, that, and Carmela is like, I'm not going to fucking stand for this. Like the two of you, like I've just had it. And she ends up like kicking AJ out to go live with Tony, and she was disrespected by Meadow too over the phone. Uh, by it's Meadow as like well, she's she every, feels she's the punching bag, like triply scorned here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and so AJ and and uh, you know Tony doesn't buy it at first. He's like, let's not get dramatic. But ultimately, she's like, go. F- he he should be with you because I can't anymore. Yeah. Um, and we we get a great like little bonding scene of because uh, because Artie is still living over at Tony's mother's house right. with him, Tony B. Yeah. They're that watching Tony the honeymooners yeah, yeah. and they're hey, talking about like that's a blast, right? Yeah, oh, different yeah. ways to make women breathe your farts. Like they have Dutch like a oven, little discussion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, eating yeah. pizza one yeah. scene, eating wings yep. the next. Uh, but Tony ultimately does send AJ up early to go do his Spanish homework. So. You know, yeah. maybe maybe this is what the boy needed. No, now, <laughs> uh, and it works. Yeah. So and then uh, you could come back down for Sambuca. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. End of the night. End of the night. Not yeah. yeah a little nightcap after <laughs> yeah. you fucking nightcap. Homework. We'll watch. I'm gonna, ha- gonna have some of the girls yeah. from Icelandic air here. 
Yeah, uh, they're going to yeah. suck our cannolis yeah. and then we'll eat some cannoli. Yeah. Yeah. But do the Spanish homework first. But so, oh, so Carmela has this like meeting at Macaroni Grill with uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wagler, which she would not be caught dead in. Uh, otherwise, Wegler probably getting the honey balsamic chicken. You oh know? God, disgusting! <laughs> she should have ended it right there. So true. End up talking about Madame, Madame Bovary and the yep. similarities between Carmela and the and the uh, protagonist Gust- in that Gustave Flaubert. 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 Um, <laughs> But this is this is a type of guy who has expressed interest in Carmela that she is not accustomed to. The opposite of Tony, well yep. educated, well read, not uh, Italian, probably. Ange- not Italian. Uh, <laughs> yes, and uh, she she is like liking this, which gets explored in subsequent episodes. Yep. But ultimately, she comes home um, with some groceries. She parks her car. She goes up. Uh, and on the doorstep, we touched on it a little bit earlier this episode. She hears AJ like, "Mom, look at me!" And she turns and she sees him going down on the big wheels. Uh, jarring she, to you? Jarring. Uh, very, very weird. Like I don't know. It seems like, the way they made her actually turn sounds like she actually was hearing voices to me, which is like, I don't know. I get it. I get the point they're trying to illustrate. Like, but I always liked it. I always liked that. Moment. I do. I do. I don't. I don't, know, I don't that, not that like strange? it. But is that so strange? To you? I don't know. Do you guys hear voices to the point where you like do a one eighty no, and turn like, and you, look? But no. But if but <laughs> it's not but about you, her you recall voices. certain memories when you're when you're in when you're in certain atmospheres yes. or certain environments. Uh, no, I get that, and I and that's that, what's that's happening really here. What's but the way on. that she she plays it is like she's actually hearing this voice, which is like I don't know. Oh, fine. I see what you, you see. What I'm saying, like, see what you mean. It's yeah, a little strange well, to, to, to demonstrate the point. I'm nitpicking, but but sure. ultimately she walks into the house and she's the only one. Sometimes left. those, sometimes for some people, yeah, I think that those those memories, it can't, yeah, can those memories can real. be powerful. It just, yeah, yeah, it can feel it just real. hits you. Yeah, sure. it just hits you. Um, so sure. like, let the fucking TV show be a TV show, goalie. <laughs> Tony no, Kalen, you, you had you me up until point. the very final moments of the episode, and then you. Fucking you have a valid point, and but, but I, and it's but also, I'm not, I'm it, not, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not against it. I, I, it doesn't bother me to the also, point where it ruins the episode. So. It's something that none of us have experienced. Sure. Like, it with has, children. it has to be so crazy. And, and look, how much do we talk about how, like, oh my God, I can't believe, like, we're, like, in our late thirties now, like, yeah. how time has passed. Yeah. It has to be crazy to parents when their kids are teenagers, because oh, yeah. it probably feels like that, just yeah. let just yesterday, your kid it's, was five was years on his old. big wheels going right. down the driveway. Yeah. Right, but I feel like I have experienced like moments like that where where yes. you're, where you're just like where you're, you I can't you believe feel how much time has passed. Yeah. Well, no, no, you feel like you feel something. You feel something as if it as if it. As it's if like it calling happened. from you, like outside. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. It's not, it, you know. I'm not. I'm not like, oh god, <laughs> like, you know. Right, right. But like, yeah. you get that, you know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a. Yeah. No, yeah, not against that. It's not as bad for me as as we talked about, like um, the wipe or like. Oh, the, the wipe. Right, right, yeah, the weird, wipe awkward moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is we'll get, season, the, uh, uh, we'll yeah. get to the wipe. Yeah, we'll get to the wipe. Yeah, the voiceover of the wipe seemed a little weird. But good app. Good app. I think Tony Callum did a fucking great job. Like I. It makes me wish she wrote more episodes, which yes. she may have written one more, but um, but great, yeah, she, she killed sure. it. Uh, uh, I was just saying you, you we were just talking about David David Stratham 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 David Stratham, almost a similar character. Is this his type? Almost a similar character in Nomadland, right? A little bit. 
Uh, a little bit more like down though, like because he's yeah. like because he's yeah. like he's more hippie. But trying to sort of trying to court a woman in a way. Yes, true. <laughs> I mean, uh, we were talking about while we were watching it, like I, I, like I, I love him as an actor. I think he's yeah, great. me too. I think like one hit, one of his like hang up sometimes is that he can chew the scenery a little bit, like kind of like theatery guy maybe. sometimes. Maybe. But what I love, um, well, first of all. I, I think he plays that up in Sopranos. Like, that's mm-hmm. the point. You yeah. know, like, mm-hmm. he's supposed to be that kind of dude. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. I loved him in Nomadland because I thought it was, like, it was it was a much more, like, natural, like, yeah. sort of low-key performance. Right. Yeah. Listeners, if you haven't watched Nomadland, it's f- fantastic. It's great. It's it's basically, like, him and, him and uh, Francis McDormand are, like, the only, like, real actors and everyone yep. else is kind of, like, real people. It's, right. like, fucking, it's great. Right. It's yep. great. Um. Great up. Should we move on to fucking internet? Yeah. Let's do it. Fucking internet. All right. There wasn't a ton of stuff for fucking internet this week. So I, so there's like a little sub segment here that I created called, would you rather I searched, would you rather, uh, in the Sopranos Reddit and we'll get to it. Go first. Once upon a time, we had a podcast. Yes, we did. We did. Would you rather? Yeah. (laughs) That's actually a good point. Mostly would you rather? I was a guest. Yes, you were. So fucking drunk. So hammered. all hammered. Yeah. Uh, slow clap podcast. Slow I don't know if clap. it's still up. Look uh, it up. Yeah. yeah. Look it up. It may yeah. still exist. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but, but we'll, we'll address a couple things. Uh, general questions for fucking internet. This yeah. one from user chain Chomsky one oh, watching yeah. the Sopranos for the first time, finished all happy families, man. I just can't get over the fact that it seems like the deciding factor that doomed Feech was him not laughing at Tony's awful joke. I am sure part of the reason was due to the show trying to make the point that Tony prefers yes men to critical thinkers. But to me, it still just feels like a moment where we see Tony as a truly petty and malformed man, dreadfully insecure. I don't know. I just had a lot of thoughts about that scene and wanted to share. Uh, Do you guys have any thoughts on, on this comment here? Not really. I mean, like... <laughs> Yeah, that's the point. Yes, like, Tony. Yeah. Yes, Tony is insecure, uh, but but my thing is, I don't think the awful joke was the reason that was the reason that that Feech went to jail. It no. was obviously the the wedding, no, the and, wedding, and Salvitro. Yeah, and it was playing it was catch up things, and stuff. Yeah. But the situation is what he recalls. It's less about the joke and more about like what he felt like the message was right that was conveyed to him in that moment feach is going to move on me whenever he can right because he's learned from Richie Aprile and right. that 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 epic shot of of the guys laughing at Tony's uh, boring 747 joke like terrible joke uh, and then the zoom in on feach's face like yes this was this was like you know the tip off like okay this guy is not going to play ball with me as a boss but it's not but just. It's not just. It's that. not just the joke. Yeah, and also it's not just that. Like, is the, that the joke? Right. <laughs> it's not just that. Like the joke. Like that. He, that Feech doesn't like the joke. Is that Feech looks upset? Right. Yeah. He's mad that Tony. It'd be yeah. one thing if, yeah. if if like he recalls the situation and Feech is just kind of indifferent and he's like, you know, doing whatever at like the fucking table, like yeah. you know, like. In a way, it doesn't matter. in a way, it was Tony hijacking uh, Feech's game once again. 
like just right. like when oh, I was a kid. Oh, that's a great point. Like Tony but, like, comes is, in and like this is why you listen. Yeah, <laughs> you listen yes. to the Professor Paulie yeah. takes right here. I mean, this Tony comes you, in, nips his story. This is why you enroll. This is why you enroll in the class. But yeah, he he walks in, he nips Feech's story in the bud, and he totally like takes the spotlight. And 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 for Feech, it's that's you know it's happening all over again. And which, so. by the way, a lot a lot of the things that he hates about Feech are things that people hate about Tony that they say behind his back. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> so yes, for sure. Um, okay, this one from uh, user Ted E Bagwell. The biggest plot hole hole in the show, he oh, asks. Jesus, uh, Can't sorry if it's been posted episode. here before, but one thing I can never get my head around is how Tony dealt with Feech Lamana. It's a world where being a rat is the worst possible thing you can do in the eyes of your co-criminal conspirators, but going one step further and setting someone up to rat them out is some is somehow viewed better. Christopher and Benny are in on the plan, and later, if I remember right, Chris remarks along the lines of very smart move or something like that. But surely the only real option for Tony is to have Feech whacked rather than setting him up and ratting on him. If it were real, real, would the rest of the Soprano family and New York families, if they find out, not instantly turn on Tony? Mm. Which is kind of a kind of a valid point. Like he, do, it's not the same as in the ratting. real world. Maybe that's true. Mm. He probably would have been killed. Right. Um, yeah, valid point. Probably um, they probably would have just whacked the guy. <laughs> but, but but yeah, in a way, it is more... sort of like cooperating with, but not really cooperating. Like but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't so easy for him to go back to jail. Yeah. Like you can't just do this to Benny. Right. Because there'd right. be a trial, there'd be a lot of other shit. Yeah. But for Feech, it's like it's you out know, of respect. You you but you but but also like you slip up. You know, it's so easy for but it's so easy for him to go back to it because he, he just violated his parole. You're you're done. Violated his parole. Also, how many other times they like use their connections to like local PD to like help themselves and stuff? It's not like like this is what they do. Like, yeah. This is I what mean, they it's, do. it's just such yeah. e- so easy. Like yeah. maybe actually, I don't know. Would there be a trial? Um, not probably um, not a trial, but but I guarantee would, you, like the Fed, like he's been released for a little bit, and he's obviously been working with like the family. Like the Feds would definitely swoop in and try to milk any information they could from him. Oh, now yeah. Tony True. is banking on the fact that features old school, and he's not going to rat. He's yeah. not going to start talking, yeah. as he proved when he did fifteen or twenty years or whatever it is. Uh, more than that, which obviously so, like, he doesn't. So, like, but you know, if he ever knew, so Feech, you don't think Feech knows, right? You don't think Feech knows that Tony set him up. See, no, he I, might, you know, he does. See, I, he, no, he I always, sus- I always, he might suspect, but I, he, I always felt like we're supposed to assume, like, just the look on his face. He knows he got set up. He knows he got set up. But so then, why wouldn't he rat if he had been betrayed by this fucking guy? He's so he's so he's so old, old school. school. He's so old school. Wow. And and, and like, well, credit to him then. And he's <laughs> like, I've done this already. I'll yeah. go back and I'll and I'll and I'll yeah. and I'll do it again. Yeah. And yeah. I'll live and whatever. Yeah. Maybe a I'll be able sad to add legacy. Yeah. But hey, yes. Um, all right, let's move on to some would you rather questions. Okay. Uh, okay, we'll go. We'll go through these like sort of rapid fire here. Yeah, let's let's. Uh, who would you rather fight from the gang and why? Uh, this user said Jimmy Saltieri's says I would fight Vito and then cut his balls and feed it to him. It would be a fucking honor. 
<laughs> who would you guys? Jesus. Who would you guys fight in the fucking crew if you had to fight Benny. somebody? Who? Benny. Manny. Benny. Benny. Oh, Benny. Manny. I was like, what? Why did you Yo, hear Manny? Manny uh, too. No <laughs> Manny. Yo, fuck Manny. Petty. <laughs> Hey, y'all, Thawney. Um, well, cut that you out. Fight Benny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Artie was able to beat up Benny, so. Uh, yeah, I'd beat right. Benny. I'd fuck Benny up. You, know, He's small. Uh, I don't know. Maybe a little Polly. He's so stupid. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, but I feel like he's, he's. He I feel could, like Benny could handle himself better than little Polly. Yeah. Um, I mean, both are, both are valid, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. They, they're the guys that. Feech is trying to communicate to. Yeah. Too. Hard, right. hard not to say one of these fat fucks like Vito, though, because you could push them down and fucking weeble yeah. wobble. Like, they're not getting back. I'll up. fight Dante Greg. <laughs> Dante. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> not Dante, man. Come Rest on. the beast. All right. This one from Jackie April Sr. Would you rather be a member of the April crew or the Tony Soprano crew? Um, they're the two most prominent crews in the family. Both were prominent. Um, captains end up being boss. You could either work for Tony Soprano um, in the 1990s, followed by Paulie, or uh, followed by Chrissy, or work for Jackie April, followed by Richie April, followed by Ralphie, followed by Vito, followed by Carlo. Is it the whole point that like the April crew is cursed? Like the, yeah. the, whoever whoever uh, becomes Capo is cursed. But I don't know the crew itself. The maybe crew, maybe the not. The crew itself, like well, I mean, wasn't I get... wasn't uh, Eugene part of that crew? Yes. I mean, he yeah, did yeah, yeah, true, he, true, he was true. Never Capo. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh yeah, no, I don't think I would be I, I, I don't think I'd be a part of the April crew. I, yeah. I, I guess the only positive about that crew is that like you keep yourself from being um the captain. Right. And s- the capos die so regularly that you probably like keep your nut more than in the Soprano crew. Right. Yeah. So maybe you make more money. Hey, good point. Cause you're not kicking up, cause like you, your boss dies like every fucking five months. So. <laughs> like right, the guy yeah. who, who 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 borrowed money from uh, from uh, Vita. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, true. Yeah, I guess you got to go Tony Soprano crew. Um, yeah. This one, Kid Brother Billy from Kid Brother Billy. Mm. If you were in the mob, would you rather have a rider die like Gabriella Dante, or someone who doesn't ask questions about work like Carmela? Uh, what what do you think? G- Gabby Dante sort of encourages him, like, "Oh, you've been waiting for your time to step up." Like, she's mm-hmm. a little involved, and Carmela is somebody who strictly sort of removes yeah, herself. I, what I do you think? think? Probably Gab. Yeah, I think you I'd think go so. Gab, she, yeah. she 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 get she she has input to so, mm-hmm. but she also seems to like also give him somehow like give him less guff than Carmela gives Tony. Right. Right. You know? Right. Right. She's all she's on board, yeah, yeah. So, so, so seems to like be at the fucking the card games constantly. Yeah, like, he's at, he's the, at bang. the bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah like ba- yeah. he's banging yeah. strippers at the she's bang. She's well yeah. aware of. She's well like, aware of and he has his gumar, like who clearly he's been with for like yeah forever. Yeah. So like, it seems like still has a pretty solid situation. Yeah, the only yeah. thing that there is like if there's ever like some sort of like you know, plausible deniability. Like if, if he gets like pinched, like, is she going to also go to jail? And then where does it leave your kids at a certain point? But like, but you know, I guess there's no way to prove that uh, between husband and wife, you're uh, nah, yeah. a, a wife can't testify, not, testify not, against her husband. It's not, it's <laughs> not, it's not something true. the FBI is probably, probably true yeah. after. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. And this, this final one, uh, since we're, we're running on time, 
from user Quattro de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you rather hang out with Vincent Curatola based on his Twitter feed or Johnny Sack? <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, I was actually Johnny Zach. <laughs> yeah, Johnny Zach. I was actually thinking of this the other day because, like, I, 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 I love the man so much. Yeah, he's a so phenomenal, talented, phenomenal actor, and also like generally seems like a great guy outside of like the shit he posts online. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, so it's a tough call, but yeah. like, yeah, probably Johnny Zach. I, I mean, Kurtola, you know. I, I know, you know, people watch fucking Fox News and they get brainwashed with shit. And yeah, look, we haven't gone here in a long time, probably, f- you know, for a certain reason, because like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> sure. we're we're in a different phase of, in, politically yeah. now in our in our country. But yeah. like, uh, you know, MAGA shit ain't flying. I, come on. Come but on, I, I will say, like, you know, uh, probably Johnny Sack was chanting lock her up right along oh, with big time. fucking so i mean he's a murderous psychopath uh dick cheney for fucking president <laughs> yeah. yeah right uh so i don't know vince will at least at the very least not fucking kill you if he doesn't if you slight him or his wife somehow so yeah and again uh, Seems like a fucking awesome dude outside yeah. of like the shit he posts on. Yeah, I mean, so, we yeah. got to take his acting class, you know. I yeah, know, we, we should. We got to. We, 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 we really do. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe if we had a Patreon and we got you know thousands of dollars, we could <laughs> yeah, yeah. fly ourselves out there. But uh, we'll you know, one of these days. Yeah. All right, well, that's all I got for fucking internet. If you guys have questions, comments, concerns, or if you want to make some uh, would-you-rather questions that we will read in the fucking internet section, please hit us up uh, with some some interesting, intriguing thoughts. Yep. Um, Feudy? Yeah, hit us uh, at osopranospod at gmail.com with uh, you know, comments, concerns, things you like, things you don't like. Give us a follow on the socials at osopranospod on Twitter and Instagram. And, of course, you know, I mean, give us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, you know, give us a little comment. You can even say you hate our fucking guts as usual. Tell, yeah. us, tell us you you are pissed off that we got political uh, at the end of this fucking episode. And that you please do. You, fuck, and you fucking love Trump. And, like, you are, loser. Uh, yeah. He fucking lost. Yeah. He's a big-ass <laughs> loser. Don't give a shit. Hey, do that. Hey, <laughs> tell us you're a big Trump guy and uh, or lady, and you fucking you know you hate that we got political. Give us five stars, though. Uh, End of the day, five stars. <laughs> Until next week. Oh, oh. 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 oh.